to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. going to pray in a minute, but I want us to uh, yield ourselves to the Spirit of God this evening, allow him to have his way, his kingdom come, his will be done in our lives. Uh, we need to have an ear to hear what the Spirit says unto the church. No matter who's ministering at any time, <clears throat> we want to be able to have hear clearly what he's saying to us and what's coming across. So. I decree the peace of God over everybody that comes here this evening. We, re we receive peace, calmness, and allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in our lives. Allow your spirit, man, to reach out and grab a hold of the word of God this evening. Holy Spirit will make something real to you. Not everybody here may get the same thing. Some things we will. But the point is, whatever you need, the Spirit of God will be able to menace that to you, and that's what you should be looking for. <clears throat> we want our spirit man to come to the forefront this evening. Our mind will gather some things. The Bible tells us the spirit, soul, and body, but our spirit man is what's going to grab the things of the kingdom of God and the word of God. <clears throat> so we're just going to take a minute or two at the most, and I want us to go ahead and pray in the spirit. Uh, it allows your man to come forward to be Focus on what's going to be happening this evening and just give him place. Golia Masando, Romo Sutolia Basi Tolia Ramandai, Jiti Kisili Samanda, Holo Robadoshan Dina Masake, Ramahandala Masandala Baba, Sandra Mosake, the Batahasai, Ida Lamoto, Santra Mamende, Sila Babenda Kesa Tolo Roba, Zida Tilio Sohoda Romando Sake, the Ramando se tre, la se te que se li santa ramamasa hoto, o ramamasi cohoto suroba, gira casida masida di olo la mosa la ramando se catela basacai, ramanda se te se caliatoso tolo ramoso, ila matasa cotogro, ruma si tilia sababababashi cotosa, ramando se la ramando se catela basacai. Matas hasa, Romandosa, Dila Bisa, Kiti, Alabahasa, Koto. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Mande Sotro, Kosalababasite, Jira Basi, Kilioso, Hotoloso, Romandosa, Kai. We thank you, thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you entrance into our lives this evening, Father God. We declare, come thy kingdom. Be done thy will in our lives this night, in Jesus' name. <coughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. We need somebody to help you, Tasha. Maybe John would help us. Cut those up with him also. Uh, if anybody needs paper to write on or a pencil to write with, on the little podium over there behind that table, I have paper and pencil if you need it. <coughs> and
If you happen to notice anybody that comes in a little later, just let them know that there'll be extra okay. sheets up here. Glory to God. <clears throat> well, let's turn to Matthew, the sixth chapter, to start this evening. <laughs> Matthew chapter 6. <clears throat> Hallelujah. God, we get the hallelujahs kicking in here, so <clears throat> it is. All right, Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to uh, begin reading in verse 33. <clears throat> it says, But seek ye first, seek ye when? First. first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness in all these things shall be added unto you. There's many firsts in the Bible. And we actually need to pay attention to those when we see them. <clears throat> but here he's saying, seek ye first the kingdom of God. We're fortunate that we have an ear to hear what the Spirit says about the kingdom of God. I think everybody here that's been here a while certainly has had repeated teaching on the kingdom of God and it's a blessing to us. Not everybody has that. Uh, they should have it. And if they look in the word and read, they would see it's in there also. But to have a steady diet of it is very good. Okay, so seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Now, who said that? Who made that statement? Jesus. Okay, amen. It's in red. It's Jesus made that statement. So you know it's true. We may make some statements. Sometimes they may not be true. I don't have any expectation that I'll be doing that this evening, but you know. <clears throat> All right, so that was Matthew 6.33. Now I want us to go to the one in the Old Testament. Go to the book of Leviticus. That's the third book. Leviticus 3? No, Leviticus chapter 27 verse 30. Leviticus chapter 27, excuse me, Leviticus 27 and 30. <clears throat> and the several reasons why I would have chosen that Matthew 6.33 to seek ye first the kingdom of God. But he's talking about first. If we come down here to where we're going right now in Leviticus chapter 27 and verse 30, I guess just let me read a little bit of it here. Leviticus 27, 30, it says, In all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's, it is holy unto him. What is the Lord's? The tithe. The tithe. The tithe, <clears throat> in Scripture, you, can, you could look it up and do a study on it, but the tithe means the first tenth. The Bible says the first tenth is holy and belongs unto him. That's why some people may think, you know, depending what their background is, going to church or whatever, that, well, it's, it's not a legalistic if you've got to 
You're telling people they have to tithe. We don't tell anybody that they have to tithe. I suggest to you that you will want to tithe when you understand what the tithe is all about and what it will do for you. Because the Bible specifically speaks about placing yourself under a curse if you don't. The Bible says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and the first fruits of all thy increase. So shall thy bonds be filled with plenty and thy presses break out with new wine. That is the word of God. That's the promise of God's word. We, you and I need to place as much confidence in that as you do John 3.16. Now, you're really banking on John 3.16 being real and coming to pass. Well, we can bank on the rest of this also, so to speak. Here we are talking about banks and money. How about that? We didn't really get into money in that respect. but <clears throat> So the tithe is the first tenth. Uh, let's take a look. And you say, well, yeah, well, that was way back in Leviticus. Well, you're right, it was. How about going back to the New Testament? How about going to the first book in the New Testament? Anybody know what the first book in the New Testament is? There you go. <clears throat> so we're going to Matthew, and we're going to chapter 23. And we're going to verse 23. Matthew chapter 23, verse 23. And it's in red again. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites. That's pretty strong language, isn't it? Jesus didn't mind using strong language when they needed was necessary. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites. For you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, being judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought you to have done and not to leave the other undone. In other words, the other in this instance is what he's saying. You've omitted this judgment and mercy and that stuff. But don't leave the other thing undone either, which is the tithe, which is holy and belongs unto God. So <clears throat> this is just a refresher for all of us. Some of us may have been tithing for many, many years already. And some may just be starting. Doesn't make any difference. Doesn't make any difference. But your choice is to follow God's word and his kingdom and allow him to do what he wants to be able to do in your life and my life. Amen. And that is to bless you abundantly. If we do not have that mindset, that's something that we need to allow to change in us, and the Spirit of God can and will help us do that. The Bible says we are to be the lender and not the borrower. And that will be a change for many people's lives. But that is the Word of God, and He can absolutely cause it to come to pass in our lives. <clears throat> Okay, now let's go over to the book of Hebrews, chapter 7. These are our preliminary comments here on what we're talking about, the tithe and seeking first the kingdom of God. Uh, Hebrews, chapter 7. Oops. And we're going to look at verse 12. Verse 12. 
Uh, no one on either. You can look at verse 12. Well, I just went to, but that's not what we want. We're going to take 10 off. It's going to be Hebrews <coughs> chapter 7, verse 2. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 2, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after that also king of Salem, which is king of peace. The beginning of this says, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all. The tenth means exactly that, a tenth or the tithe. The first tenth. So to make it easy, if you had, if you, if you received or made whatever the case may be, ten dollars this week. Doesn't sound like a whole lot, but if that's what it was, that's what it was. What would the tithe be on ten dollars? No, absolutely. Can you do that with twenty? <laughs> Amen. It's very simple. It's a tenth. Simple mass. Seven times seven. <laughs> All right. Now let's go back up to the top of the page, or almost the top of the page, Genesis 1 and 3. See, I see we got several references here in Genesis. Well, that's all right. There's a reason for all those. Genesis is... What number book of the Bible? First. First. We're dealing with first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And there's certainly some things that are very apropos to what we're looking at this evening. Okay, Genesis chapter 1. If I can get it up here, we'll be good. And we're going to begin with verse 3. Genesis 1, 3. And God, aha, uh -huh. and God what? Said. Said. Let there be light, and what happened? There was light. God decrees something, and it will come to pass. You and I are to decree things in our life. I specifically encourage you to begin to decree over your finances. And you won't necessarily see it go from $10 or $100 to $10 million in one day, one week, one month, one year, or whatever. But just be steady and do what the Spirit of God gives us instruction to do. The tithe is always the first tenth, and no matter what comes in, it'll go on from, it'll go on from there. And God said, no. Nope. Here we go. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. <clears throat> so we see in our notes there, speak, say, confess, and decree, and you will be acting like your heavenly father. You'll see Jesus made decrees. The word of God speaks about decrees. And so saying and confessing is important to your life and my life. Now, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 
All right, let's come down to the very next verse, 4. So in verse 3, he says, God said. In verse 4, God saw. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. I want definitions on some of these words, and I have to make sure I get the right verse to bring it up in here. So God divided the light from the darkness. <clears throat> light is revelation. Sometimes you'll see things. You may see something this evening that you hadn't seen before or heard something. When somebody says something, when somebody speaks something out, it may strike a chord, so to speak, and allows you to see something. Well, that's revelation. That's light into your, into your being. God saw light revelation. When you say or decree, you will see. That's exactly what it did. Scripture says here, God saw light. And so we will see. Coming to verse 5. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. There's the first again. There's plenty of firsts in the Bible. We want, we want there to be a first in your life and my life, speaking in the area of finances. We want a first, we want an increase. We want to be able to handle more money. There's a thing in the Bible called stewardship. Man be found faithful. God is not going to entrust you or I with $1,000, $10,000, $100,000 if you cannot handle the $10. Well, how's he going to know if I handle it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> we don't need computer systems to gauge that. He is the computer system of all things. But stewardship is very important when it comes to our finances, the way you handle your money. And God sees exactly how the way we handle our money, and that enables him to do more with us in that area. I know several uh, ministers, I won't necessarily call their names right now, don't feel a need to, but they are financiers in the body of Christ because they know how to handle money, that they've been faithful with it. And I'm not just talking, well, they handle, they handle $100, or they handle $100,000. Well, how about $10 million? Well, nobody's got that kind of money. Oh, no? Well, don't tell them that, so. You may or may not have heard that, uh, just comes to my mind seeing we're on that, <clears throat> that when they were trying to get the people out at uh, Glenn Beck arranging several trips, Kenneth Copeland loaned him his jet to do that with. Uh, and so you've got to be able to have it before you, you do it. And over the years, uh, because Kenneth Copeland was a pilot before he ever got born again, yeah. 
But over the years, he's purchased, paid for, and then given away 40 aircraft. And the ones like Brother Beck got to use, that's multi, multi, multi million dollar aircraft. Top of the line. Well, who else should have something better than that if it's not the body of Christ, if it's Amen. the kingdom of God? Amen. If the world can drive around all kinds of ledgers and everything else? Amen. You and I, I don't need a ledge yet right now. <laughs> Give me a picture of one maybe. It's also going to do me good. I wouldn't know how to fly it. <clears throat> so much for that. <clears throat> all right. Uh, let's look at verse 20. Same chapter, Genesis 1 and 20. And you notice on this line, I've got three different scriptures all on one line because my <clears throat> notes began to uh, exceed my space on the page here, so I had to help it out a little bit. Okay, Genesis chapter 1, verse 20. And God said, he has a lot of talking, doesn't he, huh? Yeah. That's what you and I need to do. Amen. Decree, speak the word of God. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly. And guess what happened when he said that? Then the waters bring forth abundantly. Absolutely. Absolutely, that's what it does. So... <clears throat> But notice the number of times we're getting here. Now, again, this is the first, it's the first chapter that we're looking in the Bible, in Genesis. And it's that we're dealing with many firsts that go about there. Firsts are important in our life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Tithe is the first, tenth, and holy belongs unto God. God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of the heaven. <clears throat> Let's go to the very next verse, verse 21. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, in every winged fowl after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Absolutely. God created. <clears throat> you and I are creators to some extent. Uh, this past Sunday morning, probably most of you were here, uh, Pastor Latasha ministered. Well, she had to create something or put something in order so that she'd be able to do that. And fortunately, we have the Holy Spirit we can depend on. He'll certainly aid us and guide us in that area. And we're much better off if we can find out what we're going to be ministering on. This, my case is a little different. We're going to be going for several weeks and it's, it's going to be on the kingdom of God finances for all of them, but we'll hit, we'll hit different veins about it and all. So 
God created, he gives you and I the ability to create. I mean, who, who thought of all these inventions over the year? God gave that wisdom to somebody. Amen. Absolutely. And they begin to use, use it also. I may, I don't have, I mean, I, I know a few of them, but not enough. At some point, I will probably make it a note or make it a point to bring some notes on, uh, <clears throat> no, Brother Bill Winston's, what's the fellow's, down in Tuskegee, Alabama, anyhow. I, I forget the fellow's name. But anyhow, I'll bring it to you. But he had unbelievable amount of inventions. inventions. This one man did. And I'll bring the figures to you, and they'll astound you. In fact, in Tuskegee, Alabama, now this was years ago. He's dead and passed on now. But uh, after he got his, got his school going, that school produced more millionaires. Now, this is years ago. It produced more millionaires than Harvard and two or three other ones. You say, well, how in the world could they do it way back then? Well, it's this capital G-O-D. In every generation, he can do with you and I and for us what he wants to have come to pass in our lives. He needs the material to work with. Seek first the kingdom of God. Okay, we was on <clears throat> 21. How about verse 22 then? Genesis 1.22, And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful, and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let fowl multiply in the earth. It says, and God bless them. Blessing is something that you and I would do with our mouth. God bless them saying, there comes the mouth again. God bless them saying. How do you suppose you and I are going to bless somebody? By saying. Now you can bless them with a dollar bill or something also, but whatever you give them a dollar bill or a hundred thousand uh, dollars, you want to be able to have some conversation with them and bless them and let them know that you're doing that. It's intended to be a blessing to them. So God blessed by saying, you and I blessed by saying. <clears throat> I'm looking for some of the definitions again, but some of them they have in here are very verbose. I wouldn't be able to list them all anyhow. Okay, God bless them saying, you and I are going to be blessed. We're going to bless by saying also, again, with our tongue, with our speech. Okay, now we're going to come to Genesis 1. 26. Genesis 1, 26. And God said, he's doing a lot of saying, isn't he? A lot of saying, 
And God said, because we're trying, we're trying to drive that point home. I mean, the Bibles won't put these words in here. I mean, the kingdom of God, the way it was established and written. And so it, it's repetitious for a reason. We should see God said, God said, God said, God did, God made. <clears throat> and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So this is interesting. God said, let us make man in our image and likeness. You and I need to have an image of ourselves. We may have a mental image that may not be the best right now for whatever reason. Something that you've gone through, something happened in the past or whatever. But we need to have the image of God in us. That's the way he made us, in his image and in his likeness. You and I, that's where our DNA comes from. When you're born again in the kingdom of God, you have the DNA of God in your, in your life, in your being. <clears throat> so God said, make man in our image and our likeness and let them have what? Dominion. dominion. What do you think dominion, or what does dominion mean to you? Let's put it that way. Authority. What's that? Rule. Rule over. Rule over. Okay, very good. What's that? Dominate. Well, there you go. What? Dominate. You'll notice dominate, not dominoes, but dominate is in dominion. That's what he wants you and I to have. If we are not exercising dominion, don't worry about exercising dominion in somebody else's life. Just worry about your own life. And don't even worry. Cast your cares on the Lord. <clears throat> but absolutely, God does want you and I to walk in dominion. And that's all kinds of dominion. You may have dominion over your little cat or dog, whatever the situation is. Many times you need to have dominion over not just animal creatures, but people creatures who are trying to get in your way and make a hard day or something like that or whatever. <clears throat> but God does want you and I to operate and live in dominion. Don't, we do not need to allow it to be foreign to us. If it is foreign to you right now, don't worry about it. When I say don't worry, but I mean don't condemn yourself over that. Just allow the Spirit of God to do what he wants to do in you and through you. And that's one of the things he's doing in this, in, in any subject area we're looking at. But he wants to do in us what his word says, the way he's laid it out, so that we will be enabled to be able to be and do more for the body of Christ. 
And he wants you and I, if, if you maybe haven't thought too much about dominion before or whatever, or, or, or haven't necessarily looked it up and studied it or whatever, that's what God's will is for you and I, dominion on this planet Earth, dominion. And he, the good thing about it for us, he's the one that's go, going to enable us to be able to walk in dominion. Amen. It's just, it won't necessarily just be book, book knowledge, although you and I need to read the Word of God. We need to read the Word of God. It's good to read it out loud. Read it out loud. Why? Because you're, hear, you're hearing something going on also. And then we need, need to be able to speak and say the Word of God and then decree things in our life that we see that are not lining up with what God said. And seeing we're talking about dominion right now, well, he, he, he's going to encourage us and he's going to aid and help us in those areas so that we can recognize where we need to take authority and walk in that dominion. It's not happenstance. It's not automatic. I mean, your kid can finally go to school in the first grade, but if he never listened to anything they said, never did anything with his papers, he's not going to get a whole lot of benefit out of it. And it's not going to benefit him and his life. But God's, God has a plan and purpose for all of us. All right. Uh, this word dominion, it means to tread down, to have dominion, to prevail, to reign, to rule, and to take over. Take over is a good idea. All right, let's come to verse 27, Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. He's doing a whole lot of creating here, isn't he? So God created. God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. We are made in the image and likeness of God. And you may say, well, you don't look like the image of God to me. I may not. But I'm made in God's image and likeness. You are as well. Mankind specifically. I mean, God didn't make saved and unsaved Christians when he first started writing the Bible. But he made human beings in his image and in his likeness. And then we know how the story goes on from there. You and I, there was a time when you and I were not born again. Is that correct? But now we are. Thank God for that. And there's a huge difference in all the benefits that come with it. And not just financial benefits. There's plenty of financial benefits, but there's plenty of other benefits as well. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's go to verse 28. Genesis 1 and 28. God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply 
and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Notice the beginning of that verse again. And God blessed them. God blesses by saying. And you can just go back up on that page and read all these said, 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 say, say, say. God blessed by saying. And so when God says something, decrees something, it is going to come to pass. That is exactly what he wants for you and I. It may be foreign to us right now to think, well, I'm just going to say what I want to come to pass and then expect that'll happen. Absolutely you should. And we should grow in that as well. You will grow in it. Nobody just starts off and is there in two hours or two days, two weeks, or even two years. But the point being, he has these things first. And these are laid out. We're in... We're in the very beginning of the Bible because we're still in Genesis 1, but he's laying all these things out. <clears throat> God blessed them and God said unto them. So you bless by saying the same way he does. You bless by saying. God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful or fruitful be. To bring forth fruit to grow and increase is what that word means. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. <clears throat> so I think you can see through these few verses that we looked at but that God is certainly pointing out and establishing, and not just because you know, I've got these notes on this page is why that's there. God is the one that said this way back when. And he's emphasizing, and we can see the emphasization in the fact that God said, God blessed by saying. He saw, he did, he decreed. That's who he is. We are his children made in his image and likeness. And so that's who we, who we are in the process of being, not going to be, we're already in the process. <clears throat> Okay, so enough for Genesis 1 for right now. The spoken word of God is the platform for all increase. Well, I haven't seen the increase, you might say. And I might ask, have you done any speaking yet? Have you done any speaking, saying, like God says, decreeing things? There's something you and I need to make it, we'll put it this way, make it more so part of our life. Some of us may not have done it, especially somebody that may be a new Christian who has never heard about it and never studied it or whatever. But God wants you and I to say and decree just like him. We are made in his image and his likeness. And that's what he wants us to be and act that way. <clears throat> and so... The spoken word of God is the platform for all increase. You're looking for increase in your life? I hope you are. I hope you are. And see, increase, 
that denotes a certain word financially in the context we're putting it together with. <clears throat> but increase to you may be different than increase for me or AJ or Mary or whoever. But God's interested in doing increase in your life. Some of us, <laughs> I'm standing behind the podium because I get pretty good cover here, whatever. But I'm going to say some of us might have increased in certain parts of our body. If you didn't pick it up, excess weight or whatever. So, <clears throat> Some of us are actually working on it, believe it or not. So I think we might have to say a little bit more to get that thing working a little faster. But, <clears throat> but increase. That's what God is about. That is God, what God is about. You can never break God. I can tell you that right now. You will never break God. Can you imagine going back, what would it probably be, maybe 50 years or so, probably even more than that with Billy Graham in different ministries, that they would ever have thought any kind of amounts of money and what may be happening. But the body of Christ, I got news for you. The body of Christ is going to take over the financial realm Amen. in this country. Amen. No longer. We have a lot of, well, I could care less if it goes out or not, but I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that need to change in this country. And you and I are going to be the agents of change. The body of Christ Amen. that have the wisdom to do so and then believe God to do so. And he will, you. he already is using people in those areas. And things will change. The country is in sort of a, a precarious position right now. But we need to believe God. Amen. And he will, he will enable all of us to do our part in this. <clears throat> okay, so the spoken word of God is a platform for increase. Below that, a sin consciousness will not allow you to receive big from God. A sin consciousness. That's something that all of us have to work with in our lives. The adversary will constantly come along and try to plague us in different areas. He knows how to push your button. I don't even know if you've got a button. But the devil knows how to push your button in certain areas or whatever. But the Spirit of God wants to enable us Sin consciousness, because see, that is part of the fall, if you will. People that are thinking about how bad they are and what they've done wrong. Well, you may have done some things wrong. You may have done something wrong this week. You may have done it before you walked in here. Who knows? But we give no place to the devil, the Bible says. Now, you can give place to the devil, but God doesn't really want us to do that. Now, there's Jesus in the instruction he gives us. So give no place to the devil. And so it sounds easy, and it is easy in some respects, but sin consciousness will hold us back, not only in just simply the area of finances which we're dealing with this evening, but sin consciousness will limit you in many areas of your life. It'll, it'll stunt your growth, so to speak. So after hearing about the sin consciousness, we got a little better line right underneath it. The good news is the Holy Spirit 
And where is the Holy Spirit? Inside of us, right in here. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that's in this world. And our job is to believe that, receive that, and decree that. You say, well, who am I going to decree it to? How about you looking in the mirror? Yeah, you bozo right in the mirror. I'm talking to you. Your ears need to hear it. Don't, don't take offense. I didn't point a finger at anybody call him a bozo, but uh, I'll be the bozo for this example. <coughs> the good news is the Holy Spirit inside of us is there to lead and guide us into, well, a little bit of the truth anyhow. He'll lead and guide you into all truth. The Bible says he will take the things of mine and reveal them unto you. Reveal them is revelation. It's understanding. It's light. <clears throat> Good news is the Holy Spirit inside of us is there to lead and guide us into all truth. So let's look at our reference there, John chapter 16. The Gospel according to John chap chapter 16 and verses 13 through 15. <clears throat> it's in red in my Bible. How about yours? How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Notice the words speak in there again. Again, speak, saying, confession is a part of you and I, you and I, our DNA. Albeit when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. The Bible says, he that has an ear, let him hear. But, who's, <clears throat> but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Next verse, 15. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. You better read that one again. All things that the Father hath. Well, that's okay. How many things does the Father hath, anyhow? I mean, everything that he's made. And he never runs out. He never runs out. You say, well, you could run out. Yeah, they ran out of food in one situation. And so Jesus multiplied. Well, how do you multiply? I'll clue you in. Words had something to do with it. Speech has something to do with it. 
in every area of our life. But anyhow, let me All things that the Father hath are mine. And who said that? Jesus is saying, all things that the Father hath are mine. Everything he's got, Jesus has. And so from that he says, therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. You and I are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. And again, that'll dingle our bell a little bit, I guess, trying to wrap our head around that stuff. But is it the word of God or not? Just because you and I may not be able to grasp it, all of it right now, understand it, or or take it into our lives to that extent, it doesn't change the word of God. And Jesus simply said, everything the Father has is mine. And so, do you have a heavenly Father? Absolutely. And you have a Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. And he wants us to have all things that they have prepared for us. Amen. Uh, Let me look at one thing here. Back in the verse 13, he says, He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and will show you things to come. Let's see that word show here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We decree in Jesus' name health and healing in Jesus' name. You need some water? Okay, okay. I just gonna I'm just gonna sprinkle on it with a bottle. Of <laughs> oh, glory to God! <clears throat> okay, uh, looking underneath John 16, say so I will list several Bible references for you to look up, to read to meditate, to confess, and to believe. And I don't imagine you're going to get through all those this evening, but the intent is it's a handout that you have that you can take with you, and all those verses will be something positive for the Word of God that applied to your life and to my life. And so, I mean... We need to be able to have time in all of our lives. And I don't know everybody's situation, and some people have more hurried situations than others. Maybe some have more free time than others. But how much time you do have, spend some time looking in the Word of God and reading it. 
specifically reading it aloud so that your ears can hear what, what the Word of God is telling you. It's going to enable and it'll bless your life. So, <clears throat> Absolutely. Remember, in relation to these verses that we're, we're talking here, remember stewardship and diligence will bring great rewards. There's that word stewardship, being a good steward, handling what God's entrusted to you in your life right now. And though it may or may not seem like it right now, when you handle and steward correctly what he's already placed in your hands, however minor, small, or large that it was, he can just keep on going. When you're a faithful steward, you can keep doing that. And that's what he wants for all of us, for every single one of us. Uh, so those are many different references right there, and you, I just simply do it as an encouragement to you, and when you have some time, look them up, read them. <clears throat> Revelation knowledge comes to us by the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Revelation knowledge, it's like it's revealing something that you may not have seen before. Specifically, what it would be in that case if it's revealing something to you, revelation knowledge. And when, how about the last book in the Bible? It's called a revelation. Well, there's a ton of stuff in that's being revealed to us. Well, the Spirit of God absolutely wants to reveal to you, and He knows exactly what's going to help you right now. You may not be on this particular subject or that part or whatever, but the Spirit of God knows exactly what you need and how to get it to you. You know, all you got to do is give them entrance. Give them entrance. <clears throat> Revelation knowledge comes to us by the Word of God and the Spirit of God. So you're going to read these scriptures at some point, I trust, for your benefit. But it says it comes by the Word of God and the Spirit of God. In fact, when you're reading some of those scriptures... The Spirit of God is going to be the one that's going to give you understanding and see how that applies in your life and then how it's going to benefit you. And so that's revelation. <clears throat> revelation knowledge comes to us by the Word of God and the Spirit. It's all right. <laughs> Can I get you water too? <laughs> okay, we need revelation knowledge to take delivery of God's promises to us. See, it's not going to just be our own little self getting this done. We're going to request and ask the Holy Spirit to open the eyes of our understanding, help us to see. We'll give him place. By that means we'll give him entrance. We'll give him five minutes some morning. You say, well, that sounds like a very minimal time. Some people may not have that in their schedule. But every time they got to get up and they got to do it, and they have kids to take care of, and this to take care of, and that to take care of. So, but you could find a few minutes. More would be better. But you can find a few minutes somewhere along the line. And the Spirit of God is going to work with you in that area. Revelation knowledge will take, help us to take delivery of God's promises to us. And he has plenty of promises that he's made to us. The book is full of them. And the Holy Spirit is more than capable and very willing to help you and I in those areas to 
see a change things see a change in areas specifically right now we're talking about the area of finances and the word of god the holy spirit can give you understanding in that and he he will he will enable you i guess the best way i can say it you don't have to you don't have to have a 100 dollar bill in your pocketbook or purse whatever the case may be before you can bless somebody you don't have to wait you have a hundred dollar bill to do that that may be way out of reach for many people but and I know I've said this different ways before and maybe sometimes it doesn't take root or it seems crazy but if you had a dime hopefully you got a dime when you come to church Sunday but I mean if you have a dime if that's all it is but you have a desire to bless somebody with it. I don't know if anybody, there may be some people, but uh, when, they're, when, when you understand that they're coming to you with what they have because they want to be a blessing to somebody, because they want to sow seed so they can see increase from the word of God like it says, don't allow the amount to be a hindrance to you. And I'm serious about that. It does not make a difference if it's a penny, a nickel, a dime, a dollar. Somebody say, what's, what's something going to do with a buck? <clears throat> it doesn't make a difference about the buck. For the person that wants to give you a buck, the Bible talks about 30, 60, and 100 fold. Well, if you sowed a buck into somebody's life to bless them, $30 is better than $1. They say, well, you always, well, I always get that 30 fold. Be it unto you according to your faith. The point being, we can all start someplace. We can give God entrance into our life financially speaking, and not just maybe to make us look better or drive something better and want a new dress. I don't want a new dress. <coughs> but some ladies may very well want a new dress. <laughs> but guess what? He knows all that also, and he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. He absolutely, absolutely, absolutely wants to bless you. And... Make you a blessing. Make you a blessing. Oh, shut up. Oh, no, I think that's my timer, probably. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me go, okay. See, it knew just when to come on, so. <laughs> Glory to God. Anybody got any questions? <clears throat> Not that we have any answers, but. Sure. All right, so we're new to tithing. When they say the first fruit, is that like before expenses or after expenses? That's an easy one. Easy. Uh, we're just going to assume that you made $50 this week, all right? can be any figure. Well, the Bible says the first tenth, T-E-N-T-H, is holy and belongs unto God. That's what the word tithe literally means, is the tenth. 
So if you made $50, if that's what you had come into your hands, the tithe would be $5. Go ahead. Okay. It's like you invest to make a return. So is it after you take out the deduction from the investment? I get really heady with it. I don't know. That's all right. That's all right. Whatever your income or your increase is, 10% uh, of that is what the tithe would be. The first tenth. Right, first tenth, yeah. Gross. Well, I'll tell you what. So somebody very wise told me, I had that question, and somebody very wise told me, what do you want your return on? Do you want your return on your net or your gross? I want it on your gross. So it's up to you. Do you want it on before taxes or after taxes? And then faith comes in on the on this also, because even if, you, even if you're giving more than, if it feels like you're not giving, you have not enough left for your own personal stuff, that's where faith comes in. And we believe in God and Him to supply the difference. The difference, correct. So that's where faith, you start practicing in faith. The in, the, in His Word. In, it's, it's faith in His Word. The Word says that He blesses the 90%. He will bless it and He will multiply Amen. and that will happen. Because we're being faithful with little. It can be a... I suppose you could even use the word scary when you're first starting out. But everybody that's in here in here now that is a tither, we all had to go through the exact same thing. We all had to go through the exact same thing. And so you guys could just pray together and ask the Spirit of God you want assistance and revelation on this specific thing in reference to your life. Forget everybody else's life and hear what they're doing with it. In your life, and allow the Spirit of God to show you, and then a benefit of that is you're going to see how he can get money to you that you didn't see coming any other way. Now, either he is God or he is not. Or we're just wasting time on this subject. We ain't wasting no time on this subject. This is the word of God that is his will for us. You will see him manifest himself yeah. in your life financially. Yeah. Absolutely. And don't, don't allow for any condemnation or whatever. Whatever you've been through before, whatever you heard tonight, condemnation is not from God. Absolutely not. He wants us to live in peace. The grace of God. So.